All right, cool. Um, all right, welcome to the Humans of Grappling podcast. Uh, this week we have Heather Woods joining us. She's a black belt under Andre Galvao at Atos HQ, a Masters World Champ in the Gi and second in No Gi Worlds. Uh, master's division as well uh welcome to the show oh, thank you i see you read a little bit awesome. about me <laughs> like of course I, I try to do my research yeah. so that's awesome. awesome now yeah you're 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 the highest level competitor on the show so yeah you're, oh it's a, wow uh, it's an honor yeah awesome so. <laughs> and um i don't actually know too much about you so can you tell me a little bit about you sure yeah, sure. Um, so I train uh, out of 10th Planet Las Vegas, and uh, I just got my brown belt there recently. Oh, very cool. And uh, yeah, my not claim to fame, but like the, the best I've done so far is um, I managed the round of 16 ADCC West Coast Trials. That, that's just kind of like my my best placing. So Very far. nice. So, uh, How many fights yeah. was that? That was... Um, Four, so I won three, uh -huh. and then I lost to uh, Elder Cruz oh, okay. in the second day of trials, He's good. So. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's good. good. He, he made the main show. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> no, for sure. Um, yeah, so I, I'm I'm not too bad, but yeah, not not as high level as uh, Masters World Champ. <laughs> do, so, you, yeah. um, so. do you train in the downtown location or in Henderson? Uh, uh, Henderson. Henderson. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a 6am guy. Oh, I was going to say, I'm yeah. sorry. I don't, I like, I visited there a handful of times and I never met you. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. We, we have, we're kind of spread out. Like each location has its own kind of like culture, Yeah. And, like class times. And, uh, so yeah, we, we're all like the same gym, but it's, yeah, it, there's some people that I've never met, but like know me somehow. And yeah. I don't know, yeah. Kind of, so it, everyone's under coach Casey, right? Okay. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Nice. Cool. Yeah. I trained with yeah. uh, Andy Barella with coach Casey, of yeah. course. Um, mm -hmm. A couple of the girls, uh, Giovanna, Zaida, and um, Jen Perez is a good friend also. So yeah, oh, awesome. it was, was really Sweet. cool. To, but yeah, I don't wake up at 6am. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, there, there's only a handful of us. Well, nah, I mean, there it's, it's grown over the last like five years since I've been mm -hmm. there, but, uh, yeah, it's a special kind of crazy to like get up that early. And to, to yeah. Train, what, so. what is it? Is it just like scheduling wise or like, do you just like something's off mentally and you like waking up <laughs> and practicing murder at 6am or like what, right. what is it? Uh, yeah, it's scheduling wise because like yeah, a lot of us like have like nine to five jobs mm -hmm. there, so like we get up or but before uh, we go to work, and it just works out best for us. Um, where yeah, like we um, do, maybe we do, we don't train at night. We spend like the evenings with loved ones. Yeah, or like Craig, Craig Craig Jones just put out like this funny reel about like the, there are different classes. Oh really? Describing the types of people. Oh, I want to watch it. Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty hilarious. Okay. So, and he he described night class people as like not having anybody, like being whatever. Oh, like the <laughs> like, people who are alone, then, so have nobody. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So you you go and yeah go go with everyone else at seven p.m. So the six a.m. people are actually the more well-adjusted humans in our society, and we we and we never knew. We just thought y'all were crazy, right? exactly well yeah that, that's yeah that's what that's basically <laughs> what he said was like we're we're the productive members of society yeah. and uh we but like you know like the the pros and the other like p 
people who think they're pros and people who are pros like train at like in the middle of the day yeah um at night so at the, the yeah. noon class the 10 o'clock class yeah. yeah okay exactly well yeah. yeah so you can have like doubles but i know actually i, I right. know a lot of girls who have full-time women who have full-time jobs who do 6 a.m go to work mm-hmm. do 6 yeah. p.m still take care of their family and like they just they oh, can wow. do all the things i don't think i could i that, could do all the things i have to manage a few awesome. things <laughs> right yeah yeah exactly so cool but yeah it sounds like you've uh, you just came back from a trip uh, in Europe, Euro trip. Ah, uh, yeah. Spain. It was really fun. I, I went to Europeans, and I, I fought horribly. <laughs> I had, like, uh, two weeks in the gi, and then I was like, oh, I'll just do Europeans. No big deal. <laughs> yeah, I got... I, One of the majors. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. <laughs> I did awful. Um, but after that, I was like... I paid for the ticket I might as well see Europe I hadn't been to Europe in like 10 years so oh, well. awesome. and um, I had really wanted to see Spain and Italy so mm-hmm. I got stuck in France it wasn't really on my list but I got stuck there for a couple of days because of the strike um, mm. but then I went to Barcelona for like 10 days and then I went to um, Rome for 10 days so it was pretty cool awesome yeah wow yeah, and then you did you do? I saw you did one seminar. Did you do a couple of seminars? No, or, or I just did the oh. one. I did a workshop at the Tenth uh-huh. Planet Barcelona, which was really cool. Um, mm. Manu is like uh, the guy who runs it. He's a brown belt, and mm. he traveled a lot and trained in like the UK and all around. Um, and I think two in the states and Canada. But um, he's quite good, and he was really nice. Um, when I had arrived, Kainan Duarte was teaching a seminar at the Atos, so I can't really. I can't really compete with that, you know, it's, uh, right, it's kind of, right. so actually I went to his seminar and then I trained there a couple of days oh, also. Awesome. Um, and then I taught a, a little workshop at the Barcelona and then in Italy, I trained at two different gyms, but I didn't teach. Um, I trained at, a Andrea and a Serena's gym. It's called flow. And mm-hmm. then I trained at, um, is Remo's gym, but I think it's called Nemesis. Nema, I don't know. I have to look now. Nem. Nemesis. I think it's called no. It's N E M E O S. Nemos. Oh, okay. How do you say that? Is that in Italian? I I have no idea. I <laughs> I have no other language. Nemen Nemen Nemos. I don't know. They were amazing. They were super cool, awesome. super fun training, yeah. but I actually didn't train that much. Um, I had a few, um, I, I went to book seminars and I had a few unpleasant encounters and I kind of mm. just was like, I don't want to do jujitsu right now. Like, screw you guys. Like there was mm. a couple really creepy people and um, oh, I feel like, damn. unfortunately, European jujitsu is like 10 years behind, like culturally. Like super nice. sexist, super machismo. I was, I was yeah. really shocked, and um, yeah. and like, if someone doesn't want to have a workshop or seminar with me, like I don't care. I know I'm not Kainan. Yeah. I know I'm not like the Rotolo brothers or Fion or Luisa Montero. Like I know this, not me, of course. But you mm. could, oh no, we don't have this on our schedule, um, or we don't have the time. But you're welcome to train. Something like this, right? Sure. No, instead yeah. I got. Yeah. You're so beautiful. We would love to have you. 
one creepy guy from, I think it's yeah. called Infinity Jiu-Jitsu in Rome. He was like, oh, you can stay in my room. And I was like, what the uh, fuck is wrong with you? Right. Yeah, so I kind of was like, I started to look for workshops and put it out there. And then I didn't like the response I was getting. So I was like, mm. I think this trip is more about eating croissants and drinking right. Aperol spritz than training Jiu-Jitsu. Uh-huh. Sure. So I had a proper vacation. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that's that that's I mean, not not a great reason to like yeah. not be training, but but it, I guess like life refocuses you in certain certain ways. It, it was nice to have a break to be honest. Like for the yeah. last 11 years, I can't think of a a break that I took um aside from injury and even with injury, sure. I was still like in the gym, at least trying mm-hmm. to drill or like something yeah. like this. So it was like sure. a break and yeah. I did whatever I wanted and I said whatever yeah. I wanted and I went wherever I wanted mm-hmm. and it was very strange, but I enjoyed it. So sure. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's awesome. No, yeah. And I think that's kind of where a lot of, I don't know if, hustle culture permeates the jujitsu sphere where it's like, Oh, you gotta always be training, always be grinding. It's like, but because everyone else is always training, always grinding. But at the same time, it's like, where, where's you have to like, you're just going to wear yourself down. Like if you like train too hard for too long, like you need somewhat of a a physical and mental. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So so that was both. I I didn't actually come back that out of shape though, because in Europe you walk everywhere. Mm -hmm. So I was, oh, like, yeah, every yeah. day I was, like, walking somewhere, like, just walking to get lost. And, like, that uh-huh. was actually nice, too, because I travel a lot. Like, yeah. in Mexico, where you don't walk to get lost, like, that would be very dangerous. Mm, sure. Right. Exactly. Um, you kind of need to know where you're going. That would just, like, keep sure. you alive. So um, uh-huh. it was nice to feel free and, like, in a place where, like, you know, in San Diego, you can't walk just anywhere. Like, you have to drive a car. And Vegas, sure. you cannot walk. It's either too hot or yep. too cold. You have to drive. Um, yep. I'm in Portland right now, and there's some places you can walk, but, like, you're going to get chased by, like, a homeless person with, like, a crack-type <laughs> thing sure. or needle or something. Yeah. So, right. like, it was nice just to be able to, like, walk the entire city. So I walked a lot, mm-hmm. a lot, a wow. lot. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah I've heard the, the food there is also, like – better for you even though you 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 might be like eating whatever mm-hmm. but like they they have like the like the bread is more there's not like preservatives uh, and shit in it exactly. and it's yeah, like exactly and in italy they use like a different kind of wheat i just i usually mm-hmm. eat like kind of gluten-free so it's cool because i was like mm-hmm. starting to eat pasta because i was like oh screw this i'm just gonna eat whatever i want and yeah. i was like oh i don't feel that bloated i don't feel like a headache or anything mm-hmm. so i just kept eating right. <laughs> eating and drinking and yeah. eating and drinking so exactly. yeah yeah it was awesome yeah they yeah so some things Euro- europeans have down yeah uh food food wise but yeah may, maybe yeah culturally it, it's not as um, i was so you know, shocked totally. it was like it's a first world country i would never expect this yeah. like and i was right. yeah i was blown away so i was like uh, it kind of made me like a little bit sad for jujitsu, and I kind of was like, maybe I need mm. some space from this right now, because I'm never, sure. I'm never treated like that here. Like if someone, someone isn't like, oh, 
they're either like yes or no we want you for a seminar not like option c which i guess is like write me <laughs> super inappropriate shit like yeah, <laughs> that doesn't yeah, happen yeah. so I was, yeah i was like yeah but anyway it was a, it was fantastic and um i i don't think i'm gonna drink for a very long time so <laughs> a little detox and a, a lot exactly. of a lot of salad <laughs> yeah, right yeah exactly so cool but that that's also something that you a service you provide for for fighters is that you're uh you do a bunch of different kind of coaching like you you have like um jujitsu strategy coaching you do like nutrition stuff and like you want to talk a little bit more about what, oh sure like, about my online program oh for sure yep. so i have an online yeah. program for jujitsu which is amazing and we wrote this out yeah. about nine months ago and so i personally don't do the nutrition or the strength and conditioning i hired the best oh, okay. i hired the best i feel in our field um so i hired awesome. a nutritionist she's a dietitian actually from um mexico oh, okay. city and her name's anna catalina she's amazing she worked awesome. um with people who have like everyone from diabetes to crossfit athletes to like cutting weight for mma she mm -hmm. does jujitsu also she's a purple belt in mexico city and she's very good and she's very knowledgeable about nutrition for jujitsu which is something i felt i hadn't really found before because unless mm -hmm. if the person does jujitsu, I feel that they don't understand how much and how many calories we're exerting. They're just like, oh, workout, like 200 calories, right? And you're like, sure, yeah. no, because I have friends that put that little like whoop thing on or the fit and they're uh -huh. burning like 1,000, 1,500 calories in a comp team. So like, uh -huh. and then just like daily walking and our lifting and like you have to be refilling like you have to have those nutrients that you're like constantly burning so and those calories you're burning you just can't stay in a deficit all the time and i think that's what a lot of athletes do not not to cut weight just because they don't know how much they're burning they don't know how much protein they need to be eating they don't know like when or why or water intake so um <clears throat> i hired her and then also we have the strength and conditioning program that kind of on that uh, Andre Galvao, that a lot of the guys and and women from Atos use um, is called Electrum mm -hmm. Performance, and so that is also part of our program. Nice. And then for our deluxe edition of our program, we have a mental coach, Jiggy Yoon. This is actually her shirt. I don't know if you guys see it. Ah! Oh. <laughs> um, awesome. I just happen to be wearing this, but. Um, Mm -hmm. She's fantastic, and she helped me a lot with my, um, with my like mental. I kind of had a, like a stick, and I was just mm -hmm. like at purple, and she really helped me mm -hmm. like through brown belt to really gain good titles to feel confident in my jujitsu. Um, mm -hmm. It was really hard training in Atos and like getting beat up by Louisa, and then like going out there and trying to like not feel defeated walking into a match and i had to mm -hmm. like learn that those were like louise is not my competition like True. the girls yeah. i'm fighting at purple and brown at that moment they yeah. were my competition uh -huh. so i had to really Got change it. a lot in my mindset and it's hard yeah. when you're in a, a tough room you have to know that like the training is going to be harder than the fight and it took me a long time yeah. but she helped me with a lot of personal things a lot of um just good mental mindset for jujitsu. She taught me how to rest, mm -hmm. <laughs> which oh, wow. I never yeah. did. I never did before. 
Um, For sure. And then I do the coaching. I, I help you with your competition prep, whether um, – and not even – competitors can be if you're a hobbyist if you're just you want to compete sometimes if you just want to you're hitting a plateau in the gym we talk about all that and the coolest part is like you can send me videos we do everything virtually so a lot of people have come to me and a, a lot of guys being like oh I, I i didn't really have a coach like maybe they're a white or blue belt and they show up to the competition mm -hmm. and unfortunately the professor has like imagine you're an atos Galvao's sure. not going to be watching the white belt go to compete. He's going to be coaching Kainan, and it's just how it is. Yeah. It, and it trickles down. Yeah. Like you're supposed to have like the purple belts coaching the white belts, and the brown belts coaching the blue belts, and the black belts coaching the purple and each other, right? Sure. But in a lot yeah. of gyms, that doesn't happen. Like they don't have that system, mm -hmm. and so yeah. it's nice to have someone like me where you can be like, okay, Heather. And even though I can't be there holding their hand, I can be there holding their hand from afar. You know, like. This is what you need mm -hmm. to bring. This is what uh, we need to work on. This is what you need to do to prepare. This is going to be your strategy. And then once we fight, or even just in the gym, like what are the things to help me get past and get to that next level? Like um, one of my clients was like struggling at, at her belt and wasn't feeling that she was really getting the help she needed and didn't know what she needed to get to the next belt. And that was something that we just had to work on. It had nothing to do with competition. So Everyone's different, but that program is available for all different things in jujitsu and being able to help you kind of reach that next level where you want to be. So, yeah, that's that's basically all of it. Awesome. Yeah. And so if anyone's interested, yeah. I do like a 15 minute free consult. So you can always like hit me up and just tell me about your situation and see if it works for you. That's dope. Yeah. Yeah. No, and that sounds yeah very comprehensive. Like you've hit all the different angles of like being a jujitsu competitor. Yeah. The, and it's not just training. We have to like hone in all these different skills at the same time and peak at a particular point in time where your nutrition's on point, like conditioning's on point, like technique, all, all these things play into uh, trying to be the best you can be on tournament. Yeah. Now, so. And sometimes yeah. like in the tournament and the competition, like think about the ADCC mm -hmm. that you did the best guy doesn't always win. The best girl yep. doesn't always win. It's But when you have, like, your nutrition on point, like you said, all those things, your mindset, you have your technique, your strategy, everything, you're going to have the, just this set sound of confidence going in that you're going to have a one-up on every person, even if they may be more technically sound than you. So, mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And, like, I, I think um, – I think the saying is like, you have to be able to win on your worst day. Like maybe Andrew Wiltsey said that, or I don't know, somebody like that. That's a thing yeah. is like, you have to, you have to, your level has to be so high that even if like things go wrong, like things did go sideways for me, like around that, that trials mm -hmm. is like some like terrible things happen. And I had to like stay focused and like really, um, really, re really stay, stay in the pocket and st stay like, okay, this is what I'm still going to do this. Like I'm still, this is still like what I'm here to yeah. do. So, um, yeah, that's definitely like the, the mental aspect is like very underrated. Like, cause people just kind of go through, uh, about like, I don't know they, they just go through their life, go through their training, don't really introspect and don't really like think about their thinking. Mm -hmm. And, um, like I've done, uh, I don't like just, just like regular therapy and like, that's, 
something that I've got, gotten a, a, a ton of benefit from in trying to like manage how I'm thinking about things and how um, my like just general attitudes towards things about myself and like having a, 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 a kind of objective third party, disinterested third party saying, hey, look, like maybe that's not so healthy. Yeah. Or maybe that's like not a not a, a great way to like frame things. So um, I guess, yeah. How what what things have you noticed like? shift for you with with the mental gear so since jiggy i feel like a lot of reframing like you said like mm -hmm. i i should probably find a, a therapist it's, it's on my list of things to do <laughs> to be uh, honest yeah. i think therapy is fantastic sure. um but i had a yeah. i had a year with her and um we did a lot of reframing like we did a lot of more like mm -hmm. positive thinking we did a lot of like situation mm -hmm. like we can't always control the situation but we can control how we react mm -hmm. to the situation so things like that sure. were super helpful. Um, and I think mental is, is huge. I think therapy is yeah. great or a sports psychologist, anything of this mm -hmm. nature I think is awesome. Yeah. And um, I highly recommend it. And um, that actually brings up another point too, is you were kind of talking about. Um, so you say like people just have like, I forgot what you thought. But one thing I noticed too is just people when they're training is they're just kind of mm -hmm. going in there to train to train to to yeah. what like blow off steam but but sure. what happens when they want to get better they have to like train smarter so that's one of the mm -hmm. things too is like you said something that kind of got my mind thinking about that too is like i think a lot of people don't understand that if they don't if they just go in and like okay whatever today you know yeah. like nothing's gonna right. come of it you're i mean you're gonna lose calories you're gonna like get in better shape you're gonna feel better you're not gonna want to like like cut someone off in traffic <laughs> sure <laughs> you know yeah. um exactly but are you getting better you know so sure. that's are yeah are, are you squeezing the most out of the yes exactly like exactly yeah 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 so that kind of rolled back to what you're saying but yeah anyway no, and that's something that I've um, kind of ties into, yeah, what what the, uh, the other service you offer is like video review, like mm -hmm. I've um, done a lot of like film study of myself of like just filming my, my roles in, in the gym because like I realized, oh, what why does competition feel like, why is that the only time we film ourselves? Yeah. Like, the, like f filming ourselves like in training um, is important too, just because that that's, we can make like the adjustments as we go along throughout the week, like we're, we're, we can see what we're doing Monday and then come in Tuesday and have like an adjustment. Mm -hmm. Like if our training partner is doing something that's, that's messing us up, passing our guard in a certain way, maybe we can like respond in a, in a different way. And like that, I think we can more rapidly iterate on uh, and get better uh, with more like self film study. No, for you know, sure. That, I, a, I, I yeah. highly recommend that. I ask everyone like film yeah. as much as you can. And some people mm -hmm. are shy. They're like, oh, yeah. I don't want to like, I think as long as the other person knows you're not trying to make highlight videos out of them, sure. then they're <laughs> yeah, going to be cool yeah. with it and be like, Hey, no, this is for yeah. me, for my study. This is my co yeah. coach is helping me. Or you can say like, Oh, my friend yeah. is helping me. Like, or I, I need yeah. to like, like you said, I need to figure out what I'm doing wrong. So I feel like yeah. it's super, super, super helpful, and I need to start yeah. doing it more with myself. And mm -hmm. um, I need to. I watched some training videos that I filmed the last week. We did like a 
no, it was right, not the last week, the week before Euros. And I was like finding a lot of mistakes that I was making and then starting to mm -hmm. worry about them because it was so soon to the competition. I was like, oh mm -hmm. man, because oh, I would okay. never, I would never do this in the gi, but I hadn't put the gi on in like three months. So I was like, uh, ah, I need to like fix everything. So, uh, but yeah, I think it's super, super important. And I think like, like you said, even if it's just yourself studying your own footage, that's, it's fantastic. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, definitely. And, and having, yeah, I, I think that's a good, like, it's good for, to have, like, an objective, like, third eye, like, on it, too. Like, it's, so, like, maybe I'm doing something that I don't see, and, like, having a coach review it, like, like you, or, this, this seems to be, like, a, a thing people are doing more and more, like, these online film studies. Um, I think that's just going to increase the skill level of grappling overall. No, for sure. Just... But, but by having like not just not just your coach, but having like a a, a virtual coach like who's a, a very high level such as yourself, like you you know the game maybe even better or like the competitive landscape even better than maybe your local coach. Yeah. Who maybe may, maybe if somebody's not in a uh, popular jujitsu area, like they they can get like. Kentucky or something. Elsewhere. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I, I wasn't gonna no, say. no, it's actually funny because <laughs> I, I don't have yeah. too many students from the Midwest. And I, I uh -huh. would I would think that that would be a good place because like a lot of the, yeah. I mean, jujitsu is growing in the Midwest for sure. Yeah. They have a lot uh -huh. of people who realize like, hey, I'm good at jujitsu. I can move there and have a very successful gym. Whereas in San Diego, like there's no spots left. Mm -hmm. Like, in sure. Florida, there's no spots left. Like you, yeah. I mean, not in the good places, right? Sure. Or the popular places. Yeah. And so, uh -huh. yeah, I was I was wondering that because I mean, some of the coaches could be great coaches, but maybe not the best competitors. It's really hard sure. to be like a good competitor, a good coach, mm -hmm. um, a good business owner. Like that doesn't you don't yeah. often see that in a gym. I I go to a lot of mm -hmm. gyms and I don't see that that often. Yeah. It's hard right. to be all three. And even yeah. in Atos, like, um, Gaval doesn't run the business. He has a manager. He has his wife. He has mm. the, the people who work for him because they, they run the business and, and it's successful. Mm. Like, he's the teacher and the competitor, and he's incredible at both, mm. you know? Right. So I don't I don't yeah. see him in the office, like, typing away. <laughs> That's not <laughs> for job, man, you know? That'd be, that's hilarious to, like, picture Gal. Gal like, in the office. <laughs> <laughs> like, throwing papers away, I don't know. Right, yeah. Yeah, so I think, like, awesome. but then there's a lot of gyms where they have to, like, they don't have someone else to do that, so they run the business side, and then that can collapse or that can cause issues or, you know, mm -hmm. the gym could be yeah. so much more successful if they have all three parts, but not everybody has all those parts, so, Definitely. yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, that, and that's that's what I've seen. Um, just yeah, it's three different skill sets, mm -hmm. like r running, running the business, and just being uh, marketing yourself, even as like an athlete, is like separate, a se completely separate skill. Oh, that's so hard too. Be like, especially a jujitsu uh, athlete. Like, how, you go sure. to Taco Bell and be like, "What's jujitsu?" And they'll be like, "I don't know." So. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, market market right. yourself. Good luck. <laughs> it's hard. Yeah, it's just right? really hard. Yeah. 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 Definitely. And what What have you What have you seen? Like, 
I guess, how have you marketed yourself and how, how is your strategy for like, you do a bunch of set life. I don't know, just on your Instagram page, yeah. it seems like you do a bunch of seminars. You, you teach, it sounds like you're in between, like you train at 10th plan in Portland as well. And, um, just like, what is your, how, how do, how do you make it work as like a full-time jujitsu? Um, jujitsu like lifestyle is definitely tough. And for a lot yeah. of years I had to work like first side jobs, like always in bars. Cause that's how I put myself through uh, college. And that actually was, sure. that was great, but it was really hard mm-hmm. to compete on the weekends because nobody will give me Friday, uh, Saturday off. And, um, so then I had to change to like, I did a sales job, which was terrible. And then I do, Mm -hmm. I do eyebrows. Actually, I've done them for a long time. Uh, So I, I own my own business, which when working with that was great because I could make my own schedule. Uh But, Uh um, after COVID I lost my business and I was like, okay, I really would like to work Uh full time as an athlete. One, I think it's a little bit harder for women, like just generally, and I'm not trying to be like, mm-hmm. oh, whoa, whoa is me. But like, um, yeah. sometimes I'll have men, I feel like be hesitant to come to a seminar by a woman because they're like, ah, mm. like it's a girl. Like maybe they think we're built different. So then they wouldn't learn the same thing or this or mm. that. It's still a little bit, a little bit tough, but I think a lot, a lot of guys are really understanding like, Hey, if the woman is, like, this size, like, let's say 140, 145, if mm-hmm. she can defend herself against a 200-pound guy, like, maybe she has something cool to teach. So I think, like, right. they started growing. So anyway, back to how is um, I think mm-hmm. first is making good connections. Like, I'm always traveling, but I always, like, I love to teach. I'm a good competitor, but I'm far from the best. I I make a lot of mistakes. I still have a lot of nerves that I have to deal with, and they go up and down in season, you know, for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think, well, one thing that I try to do is, like, always, I think always making good connections and not just, like, meeting Mm -hmm. people to, oh, maybe I'll teach a seminar there, like, it's good because I think yeah. bringing people together in jujitsu, there's a lot of groups online where people will bring each other together. And, um, mm-hmm. I think, I think the best thing for athletes is just constantly making good connections because there's a lot of schools out there where like, Oh, I, I'd like to have, uh, a competitor come in. Cause like you said, not everyone's, maybe they're a great teacher, but they're not the best competitor yeah. or, or yeah. maybe like, in one gym I taught at, the guy was like 300 pounds, and he's like, I have a lot of small students. So, like, I would like to have you, because you have, like, a, a little bit smaller person game, so it, it's good. Mm-hmm. So, so ways like that. So, you yeah. if you're always meeting people, and then people reach out, and they're like, oh, with, like, a seminar or a workshop, or if I'm in the area, I'll reach out too. So, mm-hmm. I think just, like constantly making good connections in jujitsu, I think is one way Mm -hmm. because, um, honestly living only jujitsu is super hard. And like, I, I've almost always had to have something to supplement, like something else on the side, you know? So I think that that's just like, that's all, that's all is you just have to make good connections. Cause I know a lot of really great athletes 
and they mm-hmm. don't teach a lot of seminars and i'm like they're so much better than me they're so much better competitors and mm-hmm. some of them are quite good teachers but they're not really good at like reaching out to people making connections or or like um like one example is i tried to set one up with another girl and she was like oh well mm-hmm. i need to compete and i need to do this and changing the date and changing the time and i was like you have to treat it more like a business, you know, like you have to be sure. very like, yeah. Hey, I'm going to be here at these dates. You pick a date, confirm mm-hmm. email, like everything's set in stone. Like, <clears throat> yeah. and I'm still learning too, but I think that treating jujitsu a little bit more like a business and not just like, Oh, I'll show up kind of thing is, is right. important. So <laughs> yeah. I guess those, exactly. those, I don't know if I got a little bit off topic, but those things. <laughs> no, 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 definitely that, that, that definitely uh, resonates with yeah what I've seen. Yeah, as well, is like I've um, only done a handful of like I whatever. So sometimes I like fill in for teaching mm-hmm. a handful of times at six a.m. where I do a private here and there, and it's like yeah I I have to treat it like like my job. Yeah, like I I haven't I have a nine to five job, so it's like okay we set a meeting and we have a like a confirmed mm-hmm. like make sure people know that this is what I expect and whatnot. So. Um, yeah, the, I think maybe it's, yeah, just that maybe lack of experience of like what, like since, since you've had like side jobs and like, like kind of nine to five jobs, mm-hmm. people you, you've, you've developed that level of professionalism. Um, whereas maybe somebody who's like only done jujitsu only knows jujitsu. Never had a job. Yeah. <laughs> never, never had a job. Like maybe they don't uh know the skills of like showing up on time and like treat like treat it like a business yeah treating like a business and this is another thing too is like um so when fight to win was like having more shows and i competed a couple Mm -hmm. times and i remember getting a message from seth being like hey if we're in the area please apply don't just assume because a lot of a lot of the girls would be like, oh, why didn't Seth put me on his show? And I'm like, did you apply? And they're like, uh-huh. no. And I was like, he doesn't <laughs> read your mind, you know? Right. So the same yeah, is like, yeah. there's a lot of good gyms out there in like, let's say the Midwest that would probably love to have someone from like Atos or, or let's say like Amanda Lowen here in uh, Portland. But Amanda has to mm. be like, hey, I'm free these weekends. Would you guys be interested? Uh-huh. Because sure. they're not going to just, like, what are what are they going to do? Just, like, scroll down and, like, hit up every black belt until they find one yeah. that's, like, I don't know. It just it makes more sure. sense to me to be, like, hey, I'm thinking about going here or passing through here. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll be yeah. in that area. Do you guys want a seminar? And a lot of people say yes. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And, yeah, that that's – it's that marketing um, – yeah, the, yeah. Nobody can. Nobody's gonna read your mind. Like you have to create the opportunity yourself. Yeah, especially. And like, some yeah, some yeah. people don't even know they can reach out to these people. Like, let's say like yeah. Maggie Gringotti. Okay, like, let me just go to her Instagram and message her. Hey, we mm-hmm. want you for a seminar. Like that might be scary for somebody. You know, they don't yeah. know. Like, yeah. or some like a- anyone too. And. Like, how would you know? How would you know she's available to yeah. teach a seminar? How would you know that, like, Amanda's of it? Like, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So, just like that. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. And uh, you mentioned something a little bit earlier about, yeah, small person jujitsu. It's like that, like when I was a white belt, that, um, I, that kind of got instilled in me. It was like, oh, I'm, I'm a bigger guy, but I want to learn from the small people because like they've had to develop their technique to such a high level to, to deal with people like my size. No, for sure. Like I love learning jujitsu from any small person, like any small girl or guy doesn't matter. Um, Mm -hmm. I just think if like someone's smaller, they always have like cool tips and tricks. Cause I've had guys who are like, like I said, like 300 pounds, try to show me something. I was like, that doesn't work for me. I'm half (laughs) your size. (laughs) Like, right. And, um, I'm not saying that like big guy jujitsu doesn't work. Like there's a lot of things I like to do that big guys do. Like I love under over pass. Mm -hmm. I love any sort of smash pass. I love like head control. I love passing half guard. Um, Mm. But I think that there's, like, cool tips and tricks that little people have taught me in these situations, like how not to get swept, how to have better control, like, details, pant grips, a lot of things. So I think it's, mm-hmm. I think it's really cool to be able to learn from a, a smaller human. I think I always try to go to those seminars of, of little, little people, <laughs> smaller people. Yeah. My wrestling coach Definitely. is my size, so. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. That's good good to yeah and good, good to have like because yeah the the smaller people have ha, have been crushed they, they've come up like they've only known like survival yeah <laughs> survival yeah so they've had to like their their skills have been just like sharpened to that certain degree like to the whatever uh, i know what you mean to yeah survive, survive yeah yeah to, to survive yeah like gigant giants and they whatever take their backs and try yeah <laughs> whatever so so that's awesome yeah that's great um and i think yeah that that would be a a better case for like yeah like a, a good i don't know marketing or or good like i i don't know get, getting people more behind like going to women's seminars and like um or women-led seminars where it's like yeah we're, we're gonna learn something that has been battle tested yeah by by someone who's consistently going to be smaller and weaker than the average it's true. person that they roll it's, with. It's so, genetics. It's, it's biology. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Right. Yeah. So anyways, um, so that's dope. So it sounds like you, yeah, bounce between um, gi and no gi. Yeah. So what, which do you like better? What What's <laughs> put you on the spot? Um, and, uh, so I is... did my no gi camp here in Portland, and I really enjoyed mm-hmm. um, the city and the people and everything. So I came back to stay in yeah. Portland for a couple more months. Um, cool. and I'm going to train mainly Noki. Um, mm-hmm. I have some friends down the street, they train at a BTT and I'm going to train some days in the gi with them because it is like my first love, you know? Yeah, sure. And so, but I, I know I'm lacking in a lot of Noki, like leg entanglements and things I need to work on mm-hmm. there. So, um, mm-hmm. Luckily for this year's master, like in Nogi Worlds, I'll probably do master division again just because all the reaping. But I'll see. Like by the mm-hmm. time from here to now, if I train enough Nogi and heel hooks, then mm-hmm. maybe I'll do the adult division. But that's the really only gotcha. thing setting me apart right. is like constantly like tearing on your legs, you know. So. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's yeah, rough. But I really do like Nogi, and I'm learning to love it. So. But Gi is always going to be my favorite, no matter what. For sure. Yeah, and I've 
I started in the gi, mm-hmm. or well, I, I guess technically I, I wrestled in high school, oh, okay. so I guess I did no gi, did no gi first. Yeah. Uh, but then, like, I started in the gi um, at uh, Gorilla Jiu Jitsu in under Dave Camarillo. Oh, okay. So it was like pretty pretty old school, like traditional, and like I I was like, oh man, this is so much, this is so cool to like manipulate the gi and like do stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, like. Five years ago, I moved out to Las Vegas, and I was like, all right, let me do something completely different. Let me do this 10th Planet stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've done no gi. I, I did some gi while I was out here, like, for a couple of years. But then, I don't know, I, the pandemic hit, and I was like, let me just focus on, like, one thing. Yeah. And, like, I, I've taken the gi off, and I haven't really looked back. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm just advocating for the dark side <laughs> is my my fingers have never felt better um I your just... hands definitely look better <laughs> in nogi yeah. and um yeah. it's really nice not to have like 30 geese to wash every day right so that's <laughs> another true. big selling point is like right um i don't have to wash geese every day so maybe i'll wash right. a gear a week right now so uh yeah right. yeah definitely and that's yeah, and you yeah you only have to whatever like geese take up so much more space. So and, much more space, and when you travel right. too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. The I had to leave one gee in uh, Rome because I didn't have any room. Uh, yeah, so I was like, I am either bringing home presents for my family or <laughs> with no room. So yeah. See, so you, you gotta. Was it? Was it a? A, a favorite gear? Oh or, no, it or, was re- it's really it, nice. The... But my friend oh, okay. I stayed with, she's going back to jujitsu, uh-huh. so it, it's in the it's in oh, the best okay. of hands. Oh, yeah, nice. she was like, that's I was like, I can leave her maybe like a bunch of my clothes, but I think she needs a gi more than I do. So, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And the, yeah, yeah, gis are like ten pounds. Well, I guess lighter gis are like five pounds. They're not ten pounds. <laughs> the gis. They're, they're not. Okay, the, um, I think your whole kit is like for uh, maybe for a guy it would be five pounds, but the women's gis about four. Yeah. Gotcha. Ten pounds. Yeah, it, I, I, I I don't know. I I've been putting that's clear clearly yeah. how long I haven't put a gi on. Ten pounds. It, I, I just I, I just remember like yeah like having to always account for the gi weight when weighing in for mm-hmm. like gi tournaments and. I don't know. It's it, it's that the that's behind me. Yeah. I don't have to. No, no <laughs> more of that bullshit. That. Yeah. <laughs> that exactly. Silly right. gee stuff. <laughs> yeah. uh, so what? I, I guess since you've trained at so many different places, like, and you've, uh, like, Atos HQ is obviously home for you. Like, what what's what are like the differences that you've seen from like style of training at like Atos versus Tenth Planet versus like any other places that you trained? Um, so I think the biggest thing about Atos is that it has, like, basically Atos is, like, I would say the Harvard of Jiu-Jitsu. So mm-hmm. you have everything you, if you go there, you have everything you need to be successful. Like, everything is mm-hmm. provided for you. Like, they have good class structure. Uh-huh. They have a good curriculum. They have great training partners. They have uh, world-class instructors. And the training is so, so tough. And the best mm-hmm. part about the training that's so tough is you have everyone around your body size and your level. <clears throat> so that's one thing that I cannot find anywhere else. And you can't really rep, rep, replicate that. So, like, for example, 
I go to Atos and within, let's say I'm 145, so from mm -hmm. 125 to 165 in my level, so mm -hmm. like brown, brown mm -hmm. and black, because a lot of times for women yeah. they combine those, so brown and black, and some good purple belts sure. too, they have some really good, and they have some good teenagers. <laughs> um, uh, of course. But in a normal class, not just competition, in a normal class, I think I would have 15 choices of people to spar with in in oh. that in that group of around my size, around mm -hmm. my weight, around my level, and mm -hmm. between men and women, of course. Sure. Yeah, so yeah. it's like you can't do that. Um, 10th yeah. Planet Portland's fantastic. I love training here. Amanda mm -hmm. and Phil are great. There's a lot of good people there. But there's mm -hmm. not too many around my size and, and my level. Mm -hmm. Like some of mm -hmm. the better guys are a bit bigger. Amanda's mm -hmm. Amanda's my favorite training partner. We have a couple other mm -hmm. girls um, who are fantastic as well, but some bigger, some smaller. Mm -hmm. um, and the guys too, like I said, a lot of the, the better guys are, are a bit bigger than me. Uh, there's mm -hmm. starting to be some small ones that are like, growing up and getting better. And a lot of the big guys know how to train well with women mm -hmm. there, which is really nice. And mm -hmm. it has a really healthy environment, which I really like. But yeah, that's yeah. that's the only thing for someone my size in a black belt. Like if I go to another yeah. gym, the same as in in Idaho, there's a couple of good gyms, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. but there's not too many people my size, my level. Mm -hmm. It's, it's mm -hmm. very common. Um, outside of like super metropolitan jujitsu city, like outside of San Diego, I think you do like San Diego, right. <laughs> Florida, and um, New York is the only places that you're gonna find like a lot of people. And even there too, I think San Diego really is maybe Texas now. I don't know, but you right. know, so it yeah, it, it is really hard just because of my size. If I had like another like mm -hmm. 15 pounds, I think it would be a lot easier for me. But mm -hmm. I, I think because I still sit at this weight, and I've tried to get bigger, yeah. mm -hmm. mainly for this reason, right. because sure, my I parents see. live yeah. in Idaho. That's I, like, really, all uh, the guys in the Pacific Northwest are so big. Uh, yeah, like, how much do you weigh? It's uh, Okay, so not as big so, as you, yeah. but the average, <laughs> the average guy here is, like, sure. 185. Yeah. Like in the Pacific Northwest, I think sure. that's like the average sure. size of a guy, and that's just like a little too big yeah. for like training. And they don't always make the same movements as like the women in the tournament. So sure. we have to find like the smaller, smaller guys because even the smaller guys, mm -hmm. like 125, those guys mm -hmm. tend to make more similar movements to like my division. I see. Yeah. Makes sense. So that's cool. the main the main difference I think with with like Atos in every other gym is like you have all of the components mm -hmm. and sometimes the other ones are mm -hmm. lacking just a few, like even if it's just bodies to train with. Sure. Yes. Yeah. That, 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 that is yeah, an interesting thing. Cause yeah, I'm thinking about my training mm -hmm. partners. And I have like, I like, uh, yesterday I thought it was a good day because there was like five heavyweights yeah. people, 200 plus, mm -hmm. uh, 200 plus like relatively high level guys. I was like, thinking about 15 yeah. people of that, that that's like, and yeah, if you were to, much, if you were to go like, to Atos, you would have 15, 20 of yeah. you guys. 
Yeah, sure. there's a lot of there's a lot of the big boys in in any in right. any class too, and that's yeah. another thing too is I trained in the tenth planet and there was a there was a few, and like Andy rolls great with women, um, a mm-hmm. lot of the other other guys too, Spence and um, yeah yeah they're super nice and they're they're really good but like right. my size is is just not too many mm-hmm. is is Jen. Sure. And then uh, Giovanna is mm. a little bit a little bit smaller, right. but she's she's fantastic training. Right. She's such a badass. Oh, I'm just saying, like, right. I imagine for her there's not too many either. So it's just something that um, for sure, it's just something that I think we come across as women, and as smaller smaller men when they go to a gym, they're like they walk into your gym with five heavyweights, and maybe right. there's two other guys in the morning class, so they only have two roles, or they can fight all you guys. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, and I think that's well. Six AM, we we've gotten better about that. Like we we have like thirty people ish. Oh, that's now. good like, for six AM. Really... Yeah, that's exactly. good. You you should come by. Like Coach Casey <laughs> teaches Monday, Wednesday, Friday, yeah. six AM. So next time you're in town, like oh, six AM, uh, you'd be impressed. <laughs> oh my goodness! But uh, right. Tuesday, Thursday is a little bit lighter, yeah. but, um, yeah, but we usually get like, yeah, 20, 30 That's people, so good. Um, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So, but, so yeah, like thinking about that, like I, if I have, I don't know, like three, four other, um, heavyweights in the class, like, I think that's a good day, mm-hmm. for me. but, but thinking about that, like, yeah, for, from the other side of like, no, like, since you know what's possible, like, since you've, you, you came up at Atos and like you, you see that this is how like what, what a major like competitive Academy looks like. I'm sure that's like, that's going to be hard to replicate other. But I I did outside of Jiu-Jitsu Mexico. I didn't start there. I was at Atos for, I I lived in San Diego for four years and he gave oh, okay. me my brown and my black belt. Um, but before oh, okay, cool. I ch- I mm-hmm. trained in Australia, I trained uh, six months with uh, Liv and Lachlan Giles, and Craig Craig oh, wow. Jones was there. The comp class was uh, wow. actually pretty cool. It was uh, Craig Jones, Kit Dale, Lockie, Liv, um, this other guy, Lockie, and then sometimes two or three, Mikhail, uh, uh, two or three other people you probably haven't seen too uh-huh. much, but the but some sure. pretty good names. I was a blue belt. Yeah. Um, I lived in Brazil. I trained with Theodoro Canal. Actually, there I had really good training because I could train there mm. and then in the Mayor GFT. So that the Mayor GFT uh, produced some of the athletes like Amanda. What's her name? Amanda. Forgot her last name. Amanda. <laughs> Maisa Bastos. Uh, Larissa Diaz. I don't know if you're familiar with any of these women, but they're very good in the gi. Uh-huh. And um, and you, I'm sure you know Maisa Bastos, right? Right. Yeah. yeah so um, a lot of really good girls, a really famous famous mm-hmm. girls. So I got to train there and at right. Theodoro's. So I got to have that, but Theodoro's they didn't really have like a curriculum. I mean that I that mm-hmm. I know of. <laughs> sure. And maybe uh-huh. they did, and yeah. but right. it was uh-huh. kind of what he wanted to teach and what he felt we needed to work on. So it wasn't uh-huh. as structured. It was very mm-hmm. enjoyable and it was very good training right. and I learned a lot. Sure. But it is, mm-hmm. I think, how Atos does structure and Tenth Planet does a, a structure and a curriculum in Portland that right. I think is fantastic as mm-hmm. well. 
But I think for mm -hmm. me and my learning style, it's important to have structure. Yeah. Not everybody gotcha. needs that, but I, I think it's important. Um, sure. But where else did I train? I trained in Idaho for a little bit because I grew up there. Um, I trained in the south of France for three months. I lived there in London. Um, wow. So, so you have like lived in, yeah, number. Yeah, I lived in like six countries now. Wow. Yeah. And I traveled, I was just thinking about, I traveled to like thir 13 now, now that I put, now yeah. that I got, uh, Italy and Spain. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, um, and I like That's to sweet. stay for a long time. Like I, yeah. I, I actually trained in Argentina too. Yeah. So a lot of places. Damn. So I kind of feel like I have a good gauge of yeah. what I find best for an academy. And I yeah. had intended yeah. to open one, but, um, I changed my mind. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. I, that's a lot of headaches. Yeah. I don't want it. It's because mm -hmm. right? <laughs> then, yeah, you have to get a lease and it's five years and you have to no. like, make money and you know, it's, no, yeah. I don't want it. <laughs> and you have to deal with insurance. Yeah. No, it's, it, I've, yeah, that, that's, I've gone down that business thought exercise yeah. and it's like, Coach Coach Casey has a great environment. I'm like, I, I'm happy to just be a part of it. Yeah, so. for sure. And I think that's I think that that's good. I I really like his gym, and I think he has a good, yeah. good healthy environment also, and 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 right. competitive exactly. too, and so that's yeah. good because it's hard to yeah. have both. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely a. I mean, you have to. I mean, as a, as an Emmett like not just jujitsu, but MMA coach, you have to manage so many different egos and like everyone wants to be the best. And like you bring them all together. Maybe sometimes people like, yeah, don't get along. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, that's, that is, uh, if I ever move anywhere else, I'll, I'll, I'll be the 6am program guy, like, <laughs> whatever. I'll, I'll bring the 6am. Yeah. Like that. That's, that's my skill set yeah. that I can wake up early and be reliable. So <laughs> that's so cool. Um, yeah. So I guess one last like technical question is like, what do you find in like, um, like gi versus no gi? How does your game change? Like, I mean, besides lack of grips and whatnot, mm -hmm. do you like do things? Because I've found I've found like when I used to train both, like I do things in deep half that like get me um, bow and arrow choke, yeah. and like that's. Like not not great, but I, I can just do that in no gi and not have to worry about that. So, what are there certain things that you find that get you in trouble in the gi versus no gi? Um, so I feel like a lot more confident in the gi, and mm -hmm. um, but I my gi game doesn't translate to my no gi game, and I had mm. to make a completely new no gi game that's because some people like like you said you can play deep half and both so your game translates pretty yeah. well right your grips right, might yeah. change a little bit but like in mm -hmm. the end it's not drastically different whereas like i can't play collar sleeve in no gi mm -hmm. like what am i supposed sure. to do like right. yeah two hands <laughs> like on one yeah. or the burrito grip yeah. like i was like i don't yeah. like this and so i had to make yeah. a whole new a whole new game so i think I think the best thing is when people are switching from back and forth is to find a strategy in each and work on that strategy, especially mm -hmm. if you're like like me where I did gi most of my life and then I was like, oh, I have to do no gi at brown belt. 
he was like, you need to do, my professor was like, you need to do Nogi. And I was like, okay, I need to do Nogi. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. And so I really went out of my way to be better at Nogi so that I could feel mm. like a black belt in both where I, in the, I sure. didn't really feel that in Nogi. Mm. I didn't feel that I would be, be at that level. Right. And so, um, I had to come up with a strategy, come up with a game and, and then start to work from there. And I'm still figuring out the, like when different styles of people come to train or like I train with them or I go to train with them mm. and I'm like, Oh, you do this different and you're shutting down this and no gi. Whereas in the gi, I could do something. And so a lot of things sure. I have to figure out. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. But totally different for me. I think it's like a totally different sport to be honest. Yeah. I'm in, I'm definitely. in that, I'm in yeah. that boat. Sure. Yeah. No. And, and I, I feel like it's, um, yeah, because the, some fundamental constraints are, are different. Mm-hmm. Like you're, you're, you can grab cloth versus mm-hmm. not and, or, or even like, um, uh, I would go as, to as, so far as to say like different, uh, training environments are like different sports. So like night class is known as the swamp uh, okay. at Temple at Las Vegas. So like it gets really sweaty and it's really like, I don't know, like the, the you slip and yeah. a lot or even like our Sunday open mats. Like that's a perfect example of like just there's sweat everywhere. It's very hard to get footing. And there's like, it's a very constrained space mm-hmm. too. Like you're, you're rolling at an open mat. There's, you don't want to bump into anybody. So it's like all these different things, like change how you roll uh, to such a degree that may, maybe it's like, yeah, not, not even the same. Yeah. Thing. So no, totally. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe, I mean, not night today, but yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. It's, 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 it's yeah. not, qu- yeah, it's not quite, but I get it. it's not uh tournament conditions. Yeah. Yeah. For it's sure. Not, you don't have, you don't have a big open space where you don't have to worry about like bumping into other people or bumping into the wall yeah. or whatever. Like it's a, uh, yeah, it, it's different. Not quite. If you're going to like replicate, tournament style stuff like you need to be able to i don't know practice no, that, sure. in that same kind mm-hmm. of mindset so um cool yeah so anyways um so where uh let me just yeah we can wrap this okay. up uh where can people find you and uh how how can they get in contact with um you? my instagram is heather n woods jujitsu no sorry my instagram is heather n woods <laughs> Or Heather uh-huh. Woods BJJ, and my website's cool. Heather Woods Jiu Jitsu. And like I said, I offer fifteen minute consults. If you're ever interested mm-hmm. in just talking about your life and your journey, I can take fifteen minutes of my time to listen. <laughs> and and like I said, if we find a program that suits you, then that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so it was really awesome. cool. Yeah, thanks. thank you. Sweet. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Awesome. Great. Well, I'll come. Awesome. I'll come to visit uh, Las Vegas, and I'll try to wake up All for right. six a.m. <laughs> All right. All right. Awesome. Thank Bye. you. Bye. All right. See you.